Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Audible Farm Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Peter Stockdale. This week, I'm sitting down with Michelle Guild. Michelle Guild is a podcaster, just like me, except our podcasts are very different. Hers are solo, and mine are mostly uh, with interviews, musicians, entertainers, and people of the like. And I would consider Michelle quite the entertainer. Her podcast, called Welcome to My Show, is very entertaining. She sits down with herself, and uh, she makes sandwiches. She talks about things she's seen online. She talks about her life. Sometimes she calls her mom. It is um, much more entertaining than I am making it sound right now. So I'm going to interview her, and we are going to absolutely love it. So this is episode number 28 with Michelle Guild from Welcome to My Show. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. What is up, Michelle? Not a whole lot. Why do you spell your name with only one L? Well, because my dad's name is Michael, and he wanted to name me after him. And in Italian, it's Michele, and it's spelled like Michelle with one L. Oh. So my name is Michael. Nice to meet you. You've got actually a very justified reason for that, as opposed to just being like, (laughs) my parents named me that. My parents don't know how to spell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you and I had actually met up at a podcast meetup that you had set up and it was uh, like, I'm not one to just make a bunch of friends on the internet and go meet them. Right. You know, uh, I had, you know, I've been through all sorts of internet communities and, and I've met a few people here and there. Like I used to go to a lot of pro wrestling shows. So I'd met a handful of pro wrestling people through like Twitter and whatever. And you go to shows and talk to them. But this is one of the first times I like seeked out a bunch of people that I'd never really interacted with that much right so we go to this show and it was actually a blast i i had such a fun time meeting everyone and and learning about like how all these people's personalities translate into your show and and you yourself have a show i do all right let's talk it's it's an unfortunate show (laughs) Let's, let's talk a little bit about it okay well my show is called welcome to my show it's the worst title i could think of it's the worst show I could think of. <laughs> I think the title's awesome because it's easy to remember. Is it? Yeah. I, I tell people about, like, I have told people about it and have seen that they've went to your Facebook page and found it, like, later oh, wow. in the day. So it, it's something that sticks, for sure. Well, that's cool. Then yeah. I guess I nailed it. Yeah. So I had a show previous to this one. It started last January, and it was with my cousin. Uh-huh. And he, for whatever reason, decided to end it. So out of spite, I created my own show. I was like, I don't need anyone to help me. I can do this all on my own. So I created my own show. Yeah. And it was like, welcome to my show because it's mine. Yeah, it's yours. Donald, you can't mess this up for me. It's mine. (laughs) So uh, I've I listened to a couple of your shows uh, before the meetup. And it's stuff that when I'm listening to it, I'm just kind of like, oh, my God, is she going to say what I think she's? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Because you're saying, like, I hate this. It's like almost like you're saying what I'm thinking, but I'm too scared to say anyways a lot of the time. <laughs> so so it's kind of awesome that I get to listen to this. I recently binge listened to a handful of your episodes. At, I know. At, I was worried for you. At work. <laughs> it's dangerous. And, and it was really enjoyable. I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate the garbage kitchen segments. Yeah. I like to keep some sort of form to it. So I have, like, different segments. And the garbage kitchen is definitely my favorite because I like to 
taste weird, gross things. That's probably the thing. Okay, so if anybody hasn't listened to the show, she will make random combinations of foods and try them out and let you know on the microphone how she enjoys or does not enjoy them yeah and uh some of the combinations are pretty outlandish and some of them you actually really enjoy but the craziest thing i think about it is you will eat something that anybody listening will obviously tell you it's going to be absolutely disgusting (laughs) and you will laugh your way through it and just be like this is so gross but i'm doing it for you i have to do it for my (laughs) listeners (laughs) it's It's what they're here for (laughs) (laughs) how'd you come up with uh, the idea for that segment what what sparked you eating weird foods i think well sometimes i'll just peruse amazon for weird stuff and at one point i was searching for exotic meats and this was years and years ago but i found a canned rattlesnake what yeah And it was like a smoked canned rattlesnake. It had all the bones and all the fixings in it still, but it was just a smoked snake in a can. Okay. And so I tried that and I was really satisfied with how it tasted. I put it on crackers. Real? It was really good. I had to pick through all the bones and it was kind of a hassle, but the smokiness, it was really nice. And I've also bought like weird, what else was there? There was like a package of jerkies there was like ostrich and alligator okay you know you can just get a bulk package of weird jerky and i don't know since then that was probably when i was like 18 ever since then i've been just trying weird stuff oh man that's that's crazy but how do you make the jump from eating i mean rattlesnake that's been (laughs) smoked which honestly doesn't sound too outlandish but i don't know if i'd go for it honestly but how do you go from that to eating like skittles and tartar sauce <laughs> not to give away one of like the funniest <laughs> segments in your show That's horrible <laughs> um i don't know i think i just needed to it, it's an audio show so it's hard to justify doing something that's kind of visual so it has to be more outlandish for it to be more entertaining there as an go. audio yeah thing so in that episode i i just wrote like a condiment on a sheet of paper and then wrote a bunch of foods. Yeah. So I would draw a condiment and then draw a food, mix them together, put them on a cracker, call it an hors d'oeuvre, and eat it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, some of them don't sound too bad. Like, you ended up with some decent combinations on some of the foods, yeah. but uh, some of them I I was scared for you. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Thank you for your concern. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, man. The, the podcast meetup was great. We met a bunch of people. Um, I mean, we got to, a lot of us got to sit down with Mike Libby of the Insight on Business yeah. News Hour. He's uh, a crazy cool guy. Yeah, he's so awesome. Yeah. He's uh, probably one of the people in the network that takes this uh, the most seriously, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah, I mean, it's his career. Exactly. So, yeah. It's, yeah, he's definitely, I mean, it's what he does for a living. So it's it's props to him and thanks mm-hmm. for having him. You know, he, he had a lot of us on his on his podcast slash radio slash news hour. I think he tried to get everyone. News hour. Yeah. So, I mean, super shout out to him. And how'd you, how'd you meet up with all these people that you ended up podcast networking with? Because you got a hold of me, you know, when you, yeah. when you had first started a network and now you have the... Let's see, the Iowa Podcast Network, which yep. is is the network that you had recently set up, and that's one that you, from some of these people that you had met at the podcast meetup and other people that you had already known that do podcasts, you kind of threw them all in a can, and now you have this one giant group that you're starting that is trying to be all-encompassing of Iowa. Yeah, yeah. and the Midwest. Yeah. I don't want to be mutually exclusive to just Iowa. Exactly. So, 
Um, I, I guess I wanted to just have something where we could just have those meetups. Yeah. And it's just really casual. Mm-hmm. Bounce ideas off each other. Just have that community mm-hmm. to to grow, I guess. Yeah. It is kind of nice to have other people around to bounce the ideas off of because mm-hmm. uh, you had recently started a Facebook group and threw a bunch of us in it. And uh, one of the first things I had suggested was that everybody kind of go and leave everybody a rating or a review yeah. on, on like and I on our iTunes podcasts if you have one. But, uh, you know, some of the other things like you could bounce ideas off of people as to like what they're using to record or, you know, just things like that. I'm pretty intrigued by a lot of that, like where you're hosting and what kind of features wherever you're hosting yeah. has involved or uh if you have a website and why you have one and what you're using to build it you know like all these kind of questions are questions that i kind of do want to ask people because i don't know you can be pretty technologically inclined but you can still miss a lot of things because there's so exactly. much stuff out there so it's good to get a bunch of different options yeah exactly and i think every single one of us is using a pretty different platform and Mm -hmm. you know software to record everything and we all like a lot of us have different hardware for the most part um some of us have more professional setups and some of us have more portable setups Mm -hmm. so so it's kind of nice like at the meetup we got to see what a handful of people's setups look like right you know and Believe it or not, some of the portable setups sounded almost better than, I know. than, than some, <laughs> yeah. some of the higher dollar ones. It's impressive because I have like a little portable handheld recorder, but it sounds like garbage. Yeah. So what uh, what kind do you got? It's a Zoom, yeah. but just one of the little ones. Mm-hmm. I got, it's nice. I mean, I uh, got a Tascam DR40 from a friend of mine. Oh, and, wow. And it, it works really good. I've like, heard those are good. That's a good brand. Yeah, we used to use them to record live audio at like music shows and things like that. And it works like you can set the levels on it pretty well and mm-hmm. it works pretty good so uh i've used it a couple times portably but it's hard to control the individual line levels as opposed to using like a laptop and an interface but i don't know we're probably like getting way over people's heads and like i have no <laughs> yeah. clue what they're talking about okay let's let's back it up a little bit actually okay. so uh when i started this podcast i mostly started interviewing musicians that i had run into from around the area because i play music and that's where i spent most of my time so i started interviewing musicians and believe it or not, there were a lot of people that started tuning into my podcast that had never listened to a podcast, that don't know what podcasts are. Oh, interesting. That, that my podcast is the only one they listen to still. That's you know? kind of awesome. So for everybody else out there, let's kind of describe to them, like, what would you say a podcast is to somebody that is asking? Like, if you're like, I have a podcast, and they're like, what's a podcast? What would you say? What to is a podcast? Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain yeah or uh, hard to describe it's like radio but it's on demand radio yeah so you can listen to it on your own time you don't have to tune in at a certain hour on the radio program and all gather around the radio like the old days yeah no kidding <laughs> there's no uh tubes to warm up there's, exactly you know. yeah so radio on demand yeah that's what i would call it yeah i kind of try to tell people it's like talk radio mm-hmm. but like talk radio i feel like it's coming back because people enjoy these like long form conversations that people have about whatever topics they, right. they tend to be but uh it doesn't have to be a conversation with somebody else for example you do your podcast alone it's mm-hmm. it's a solo podcast which is something that you know props to you if anybody wants to backtrack through my solo podcast i did it's episode zero and, <laughs> and it's a train wreck and it's only like 15, oh, no. it's only like 15 minutes long and i already ran out of stuff to say so like i mean <laughs> obviously you can lean on the segments a little bit but uh how do you end up coming up with enough content every single week to record a half an it's hour it's tough because <laughs> i i always feel like i have a lot to say but I never write anything down. So by the time I'm like, oh, it's Tuesday and I always release my episodes on Tuesdays, yep. I'll get off work and realize I haven't done an episode. Yeah. <laughs> so 
That's probably why I just start eating garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I've done the whole write down things for the interview a few times. And on some of them, it works out pretty well. Because if you run into somebody that's like, I don't know, like a musician that's been playing for a long time, it's like, well, let's write down some of the things you've done. Because right. we, we want to go back through like the last 10 years or something. So let's write some of this down. I recently did a podcast with a comedian that I had uh, met up after a show. And. He was another one where it's just like, I we don't know like anything about you uh, for the most part. I've met you for like five minutes. So let's yeah. write some of the stuff down, like you, maybe your social media and like where you've been and, you know, who's your influences and things like that. So you get like bullet points down. But uh, for the most part, I just freeform it kind of like Yeah, you. I thought that was a really good conversation. It was it was really fun. Yeah, that I had so much fun sitting yeah, there talking to Yeah, I can tell. It was good. We were Schlichting. both having fun. It was great. Yeah, we were uh, laughing a bunch. My dog lady even made a you know, yeah. special guest appearance, which, uh, you know, you have a cat that makes an appearance on yours. <laughs> yep. Scoops. Yep. Scoops. Two scoops of ice cream. So, That's uh, her full name. <laughs> how'd you come up with the name Two Scoops of Ice Cream for your cat? Um, my, my friend had told me a story about this kid that he went to high school with uh-huh. who went he made everyone call him scoops and no okay. one knew why and i thought that was a really good cat name but i didn't want it to represent this weirdo from his high school so i, I just made it two scoops of ice cream two scoops of ice cream yeah <laughs> so yeah your cat every now and then even on the garbage kitchen when you're uh, preparing food will come in and make s- small guest appearances yeah or, she likes uh, to sniff the garbage I'm eating to make sure I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was another one. You eat some of the food you eat, your reactions are insane. Like you uh talk to your cat about how bad it is. Sometimes <laughs> you're just like, This is so bad, scoops. Help me. She never helps me. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's struggling and <laughs> she leaves the room. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So you actually do have another podcast though you've got you got the impede cast yeah what i think the concept behind the impede cast is actually really amazing and uh (laughs) like let's i'm gonna let you describe it what is the impede cast impede cast is it's in the title it's an impediment Mm -hmm. we basically this is done with um me and my friend justin Mm -hmm. who was we met through work we worked together yep and we seek out environments that a podcaster typically would not want to seek out due to the surrounding sounds. Yep. So our first episode was actually recorded at Adventureland yep. on the roller coasters. Yeah. And that was a really fun one. And so we kind of did it as a joke, but then we realized this is like has potential. We yeah, thought it was exactly. really funny. And even if it's just for us, we love doing it. So yep. it c- continued. What are some of the other locations you've recorded in? Um, We... Recently went to Texas for a work trip and recorded in a tattoo parlor. Yep. And I was getting a tattoo during the recording of that one. That yep. was fun. And another one. Oh, gosh. There's so many. I should just pull up the list. Go for this it. This is terrible audio. I'm not prepared at all. Well, I'm not. Well, I didn't come very prepared either. I do have some things on my phone pulled up just in case. But, oh, really? But... um we're gonna definitely gonna get into the topic of the tattoo here after a bit oh no because uh <laughs> I, I do have to say that i'm not one to just be like hey i like your tattoo but for some reason yours is one that i was just like i'm gonna reach out to this person and tell them i enjoy their <laughs> tattoo and i was like i think i really like your tattoo i appreciate that thank you oh well that episode is called texas tattoo it's nice <laughs> oh Chuck E. cheese <laughs> we went to Chuck E. Cheese with a bunch of kids. Oh, man. I mean, we didn't go with a bunch of kids. There yeah. were just a bunch of kids there. <laughs> um, we went to a sports bar. Oh, Black Friday. We went to the mall on Black Friday. Oh, wow. That would be a crazy one. Uh, there was another one where we 
<laughs> this is so stupid. We walked behind Justin's wife while she was mowing the lawn. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. That was a good one. We went to a jazz festival. And then we did record one at the Iowa meetup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. yeah. I was uh, stuck on the Hey Buddy show for quite a while. So yeah. I, did, I didn't end up making it across the room. Uh, those guys are super funny. They're crazy. We're, uh, I don't know if they're ever going to release that audio because <laughs> I lo- hope not, honestly. L- Lord knows if it's any good, but, uh, <laughs> I think a lot of us really cut loose from our normal, uh, platforms and really just kind of said whatever we wanted on that show. Yeah. That's what's great about it. Yeah. Cause you kind of get the feel for how other people act and what their show is about. So yeah. then you can just go just vibe off of that and bingo do yeah. your own thing you don't have to be proper or anything that was probably my favorite part about doing the hey buddy podcast was they were just like hey just sit over here and start talking and then people just start asking outlandish questions to which you've got to come up with an outlandish answer you right. know so you just sit there and you're like ah whatever i'm just gonna go for it and then uh andy and ben right That's, yes yeah. so they end up uh just wa- getting up and leaving after a while <laughs> They left their own show. They left their own show. (laughs) Actually, I think to come over and talk to you guys on a podcast for a little bit. So uh, there's like a good 30 minutes or so of them not even in the recording (laughs) for a while. But like that's That's the kind of stuff that they do on their show. They're just uh, they're funny guys. Like I remember they had one recording at a like a white elephant party, and they just like had people walking by and sitting down and talking. Oh my gosh! So they kind of just let people do whatever they want on their show, right? And that's like the beauty of all these shows is. You get a little bit of everybody's personality mixed in with the show, and you can kind of just bring anyone else in you kind of want to, if you want to, because yours, you don't have a guest other than the kitty cat for the yeah, most part. Yeah, occasionally I'll have a guest. Very occasionally. Oh, for example, uh, your mom made a guest phone appearance on, on one She's episode. She's been in about three episodes. Okay. Usually I, she doesn't like to. I uh, I force her <laughs> to be on my show. There was a garbage kitchen segment that she was in where no I was way. blindfolded and she was putting things in my mouth and oh I had to guess what it was. God. That was what? a really fun one. That's, I've got to go. I've only listened to about eight to ten episodes, so i got to go keep, keep plowing. <laughs> so i got to keep plowing through so I can find yeah. that one, because I think your mom might be one of my favorite guest appearances. She's a, yeah, she's a good supporting actress. Oh, she's great. <laughs> uh, the commercial you made with her was awesome. Oh, God. That was horrible. Oh, man. It's it's all awesome. Uh, you, you make fake commercials and put them on your podcast. I and, do. And, I started making other... those for other podcasters and putting them on reddit and Uh i think like 30 or more people have put my dumb commercials in their shows (laughs) i just make up a business and then i make up a commercial and then i put music over it and then it sounds like a commercial so what what got you interested originally in like doing podcasting or like radio type stuff or audio editing or like this this because it's kind of a weird niche like when i started doing it i'm like i can record audio it's not that bad it's mm-hmm. it's easy and then you start digging into it and you're like there's a lot more to this than what's on the surface like, right what there got, is like what got you interested in doing this in the first place i think it's because I, I didn't really have like a thing a lot of people have their thing that they're into like i didn't have many hobbies i was kind of into painting but yeah that's not like a social thing it wasn't getting me out of my comfort zone uh-huh. so my cousin and i had talked about doing a podcast for a while but we never actually did it and then one day we just did it and then I fell in love with it and and (laughs) I've been doing it ever since and it's really fun (laughs) you uh say you make art 
Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm not good at it. It's, well, um, I would call it surrealist <laughs> because it's bad. <laughs> well, I'd like to see it just to see it, actually. I'd be, uh, I mean, I do have like the podcast where I interview like musicians and artists and, yeah. and entertainers and stuff. So it would be kind of fun to actually see that. I didn't even actually know you did art. So that's... Yeah, I have a portrait of Nicolas Cage hanging in my living room that I did. Uh, I just smiled really big at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. It sounded like a weird reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. Uh, oh, that was a good reaction, not a... I don't know. Maybe I just really like Nicolas Cage. I do too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you were talking earlier on uh, the Twitter machine about uh, Face Off being one of your favorite movies. It's probably my all-time favorite movie. Uh, Would you believe it that I know someone that has nine VHS copies of that? I would believe that. Yeah. um, I have two DVD copies, so I'm (laughs) on my way. You're on your way. Different platform, same game. So, like, I do enjoy that movie. I feel like it could have been pulled off better, but for the time frame that it was in and and the technology they had, the movie was, like, the concept of it is so cool. Oh, yeah, the concept is amazing, but I think I more enjoy it for the comedic sense. Yes, it's something... Of how it's so out there and so just wild like there's this there's a part in it where someone's jumping off a boat and it cuts the scene like eight times and they're still jumping still jumping still jumping, <laughs> but it just keeps cutting for like a minute <laughs> like the fall wasn't even that long oh my god it's yeah. so good <laughs> it, it took a guy a minute and like nine camera cuts just to hit yeah. the water finally <laughs> I I do really like the movie though cuz like the concept if nobody's ever seen it is that there's a good guy and a bad guy and the bad guy ends up going into a coma or something so they like flip-flop faces and Mm -hmm. and body features so that way yeah he needs to like get into the prison to get more information from the bad guy so john travolta mr good guy has to swap faces with nicholas cage the bad guy to infiltrate the prison and get information from his brother or something Something, i don't remember it, it, there's a lot going on in that movie. So the coolest part about that is how John Travolta's the good guy, and mm-hmm. then he puts on Nicolas Cage's face and becomes the bad guy. Right. But then there's a twist in there where <laughs> Nicolas Cage ends up getting John Travolta's face and putting somehow and, somehow, somehow he breaks into the hospital yep. and steals and the put, face that was on ice. Yep. <laughs> And so then you actually get this weird thing where, like, the characters that were in the beginning handful of minutes have now flip-flopped, mm-hmm. and they have to act like the bad guy for part of the movie. Yeah. And then, um, in the end, they may or may not end up flip-flopping back. No spoilers. <laughs> they may or may not. <laughs> they stay that way forever, and the movie ends. That's how That's how oh, Hollywood works, Please, right? Please support Face Off, and go to your local garbage movie store. Where do you even buy movies these days? I mean... Like a Walmart discount bin. Go to your local Walmart Walmart discount bin and buy face off. Support local talent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you got two podcasts, you started a network. What is fueling you to do all of this stuff to create like a network to I mean, that's an endeavor within itself because you've got to manage yeah. a new page, a new Twitter, new Instagram. You're active on all of it. You're very active on all yeah, of it. Yeah, I try to be. Yeah. So, it's it's quite a lot, but it's fun, and I enjoy the community. Yeah, everyone's really supportive and great, and it's just it's just expanding my horizons, and it's really <laughs> nice. But what I'm trying to do is build these show pages for each of the shows on the network. You have a show page, yes, I do. And what I would like to do eventually is reach out to potential sponsors or marketers who would want to put their ads in people's shows. Yeah. 
And then if I have this nice little layout of a show page with the reviews, like the positive reviews. Yeah, I saw that can, going through there, There's too. a little media player on there for them to sample it out. Yep. I was talking to my friend Ryan, who is in marketing, and I was like trying to figure out what I should call this uh, podcast network. Mm-hmm. And he said that something that they search for when they're looking to do something like that is the literal term Iowa Podcast Network. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, let's see if it's available. And so I went to GoDaddy. And it was available. So for $11, I now own Iowa Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, uh, if anyone listening wants to check out iowapodcastnetwork.com, it has all the shows and their fancy little pages up there. Absolutely. I really appreciate you running that. And uh, you actually threw this podcast on there as the very first one, which uh, was was super flattering, you know, (laughs) especially with some of the company that I'm in. You know, uh, especially like the Inside on Business mm-hmm. uh, you know, News Hour with uh, Michael Libby. Your podcast is great. I I go through tons of uh, uh, Hey Buddy show. I've been recently listening to that one and and soaking it in. Yeah, there's and, and my my podcast is kind of a niche thing, but it's also kind of something that's like a rehashed idea. Many people have done entertainment style podcasts mm-hmm. where they try to interview people and talk to them about what makes them tick. So it's you know pretty flattering that you thought I should be able to be the first person, especially when there's like I hear I see which is a podcast about Iowa City music and, yeah. and such. So like it's we're kind of in the same vein there and it's kind of flattering that you chose me to be the first one on there. So thank you very much for well, that. Well, you're very welcome. <laughs> you, uh, it's much deserved. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first website you've built though. You have your own website for Welcome to My Show. Actually, here's a fun story. Yes. I only own the URL for a Welcome to My Show. Oh yeah. So my my website is welcome to my show dot pizza. <laughs> if you go to that, it actually just goes to my page on Iowa Podcast Network. <laughs> well, I mean that's a the great secrets out. <laughs> that's a great that's a great redirect though. Uh, yeah, it's just like a fun little and you can't URL. T- and you can't tell me that that's not memorable either though. Somebody right. with a dot pizza. Yeah, it's like um, it's like catchanddressasquirrel dot com. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Another shout out to Chris Schlichting. <laughs> I love that URL. That is, it's like the greatest thing ever. I've got a T shirt that <laughs> really? says Catch and Dress a Squirrel Staff. <laughs> I want a T shirt. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to catchanddressasquirrel dot com and buy a T shirt. I'm sure you could. That I, guy is funny. He's, you know, you uh, live somewhat near where he uh, does a lot of comedy maybe we should check him out you know really? he's from the quad cities area oh wow so, okay um maybe maybe we should make a trip to the buffalo wild wings and check out his jersey yeah. oh yeah bring you could bring <laughs> justin with and we could do an impede cast awesome. or something you know that's a really good idea cast in a b-dubs or like uh one that i had suggested for you for impede cast was uh renting a convertible and doing one in a convertible <laughs> while driving yeah. around town that's tough because we have been in situations where there's been just slight wind yeah and you can't hear anything like the wind is so rough yes. on those recorders yeah exactly so i think if we did a convertible it would just be like all wind yeah <laughs> like the, the whole, whole time, time. <laughs> it would be kind of tough yeah i uh i have found that uh recording in certain places is somewhat difficult for example you and i uh, have met up in des moines to do a recording but we don't really have anywhere to do a recording so we're doing one <laughs> in my car in the rain and yeah. luck- luckily for us the rain is not causing that big of an issue on the audio right it's a it's a nice subtle rain but yeah like our other options were to sit outside somewhere or uh attempt to sit in a public location and do a recording and and this isn't in peedcast right so that's not that's not my game if i can avoid it at all costs 
But that is something I've found that's kind of a difficult thing is meeting up with somebody, finding a place to record. More often than not, I end up in my own car mm-hmm. or uh, somebody's basement or, you know, um, I've done one in like a garage at some one person's house. And yeah. you just kind of end up wherever they, they've got room for you that's kind of quiet. And luckily for me, I've, I've got a decent setup where I can adjust things. But uh, Yeah, your audio sounds good on all your episodes that I've heard. So For the, for the most part, I've, I've been tweaking it here and there mm-hmm. um, about every 10 episodes. I'll change the way I'm mixing things just to kind of see if I can figure out a way to make it sound even better. So I've, I've still haven't, haven't quite gotten it right. If you listen to the first 10, they're like every single one sounds different because I was like, how do I oh, no. do this to make this sound <laughs> yeah. the best? You know, so there's a few of them where I uh, uh, over manipulated things. I was like, well, let's try and make the vocal sound brighter and a little bit warmer and more natural. And then you start adding too many filters on things and it just sounds like you're talking into a can. Right. You know, so... <laughs> There's a few of those out there, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things you live and learn. Have you ever had any issues recording audio with yours or? I have. Um, in my first podcast, I kind of learned all the basics of how to make it sound okay. Yeah. So in my current show, I don't, I haven't had many problems, but there was an episode where I decided to record while I was driving. Yeah. I don't know why. I just I needed to record and I hadn't done it yet. So I set up my laptop in my passenger seat yep. and my microphone was just like sitting on its stand and I was just like looking at it and talking and it was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> but I released it. That would actually be a really fun podcast to have like a car podcast with like mics set up so you could literally just talk. I yeah, mean, that would be cool. I mean, you can just use a portable recorder and set it up for the most part. But even then, it's it's not quite I don't think directional enough to get the best audio as opposed to having a microphone in front of you or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's also not something that it, the person in the passenger seat would have to be the person doing all the producing for the show, I guess, you know, cause yeah. it's not something you can drive around and, and rock a laptop. <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't very safe, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you uh, play any music at all or have you ever played any instruments? Or? No, I'm not musical at all it sucks <laughs> do you like music though i want to sing i want to be a lead singer in a band uh, i've always wanted to be a singer in a band can you sing yeah well you want me to do- i'm just i'm not <laughs> gonna do it right <laughs> acapella here Doom, ba, do, ba, do. okay no uh there's probably a pretty good demand for a chick that can sing in a band. I bet there's really? I bet there's a decent amount of bands that would be more than willing to have a chick sing what kind of music do you like that's a that's a really hard question because I don't have like a genre that I stick to. I'll just like hear something and be like, this is the kind of music that I like. Yeah. Or I don't like this kind of music. So I just flip through the radio and see what I like. And then I tell Siri to tell me what's playing so that I can screenshot it. Yeah. And then I know what I like. There you go. So <laughs> do, you, do you span all genres? Is there like some rap you like and some country you like and some rock and roll? Or... I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. I just like a little of everything. I I tend to be that way the older I'm getting. When I was mm-hmm. younger, my uh, tastes were very, very boxed in. I only liked, you know, uh, punk rock and I only liked oh, yeah. metal. Me too. And then it's just like, I like a little bit of blues. But now the older I'm getting, it's just like, you know, anything that... Uh, Anything that you can tell the person has put some passion into, I can kind of get into it. Yeah. I, I pretty much only know music by decade. Yeah. So just any genre of like 70s, any genre of 80s. Yep. 
and I like all of it. Yeah. But if I'm in like a mood for some disco, I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> Seven, kidding. Just go. type in 70s playlist and yeah. then I'm off and there we go. That's one of my favorite things to do is when people uh, first start listening to music or they like want to start branching out, they'll like ask me like, oh, recommend me some bands. Because uh, recently I've been recommending a coworker some bands and I'll, I'll kind of just try and find something that I think they'll like first. Like I'll find like a palatable uh 80s like rock band that mm-hmm. most people like uh maybe maybe it, whether it be like a sticks or a boston or like maybe like a hair band like uh i don't know i've been throwing like you know like tesla at people or whatever just but then it's kind of like well what if we go back in time and you can kind of these bands kind of came from these bands so you're like well let's go back to like thin lizzy that's kind of like one of the bands that started rock and roll for people so you can kind of generalize things by eras like you said 70s is mostly like funk uh disco and things like that yeah and uh 80s was mostly guys dressing up like women playing a lot of really fast guitar yeah yeah and, uh, <laughs> that's uh, being a guitar player that's kind of what drew me in was the p- fact that these people are all just like super shredding a guitar of where course. like 20 years earlier you could barely get any of that mm-hmm. scene anywhere <laughs> so uh i do get where you're coming from there are i mean i'm still a little picky as an adult but uh definitely seeing music live is more entertaining to me than listening to it in a recording form. Because I can go enjoy live music of almost any genre based on the fact that you get to watch somebody create it in front of you. Right. And that's probably one of my favorite parts. Uh, For example, like EDM and stuff like that. I won't listen to EDM, but if I'm watching somebody actually push the buttons and turn the Mm turntables, it looks pretty cool. Right. I Uh, I can understand that. um, The guys that are just pushing a button on a laptop, not (laughs) not so much. And that's one thing that, like, I'm no, I I played music th- you know for the last 15 20 years but it's I still only have my experiences so there's a bunch of stuff like I've never tried uh to sit down with a turntable and actually make it work for a while mm-hmm. I've sat down with a few and tinkered with them but it's not something I went in wholeheartedly so when I see people doing that it's it's impressive and that's kind of like uh you start to figure that out playing different genres of music so it's like uh, before I started playing a lot of blues, I was really impressed by people that could play the blues. And then you start yeah. playing it and it's like, okay, now I kind of get this. And it's, you know, you start to listen to people play country and it's like, man, I've never tried to actually like play country before. And you start to play it and you're like, you figure out why everything is difficult. And that's yeah. probably one of the reasons I appreciate it. So you've never actually tried to pick up an instrument and play it at all. I'm, I mean, I have a ukulele. Nice. Yeah, I can, I can strum a few notes on that, but that's about it that's about it yeah i recently bought a flute for some reason no kidding yeah well i work at a music store for a music company and they take us on this trip well a handful of people down to texas for this teachers this music educators what do they call it a convention basically and we'll set up a store in this big convention center and we had this discount table and so i bought this discount flute for like five dollars oh dang yeah that's awesome yep so I brought that home on the plane with me and haven't really touched it. <laughs> well, so, if nothing else, it's a good art piece or a good conversation yeah, starter. Yeah, uh, I gotta learn how to play flute, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, there is so much at our disposal now um, in this generation compared to what people used to have. Uh, you know, there's the internet and YouTube and people showing you how to do everything mm-hmm. from start to finish. That's how I learned how to play ukulele. Yeah, <laughs> and, YouTube. You know, it's not that bad because when I first started playing, there was barely the internet. Um, playing guitar that is and so you had to rely on talking to other people and and re- lean on the community a little mm-hmm. bit and it's tougher to find the people back then because there wasn't the internet so you kind of had to know where to go or who to talk to to find out where the events were at 
because you know that was back in the days where you had to hang flyers and gas right. stations and things like that. <laughs> so you know it, it's so much easier now to learn things with YouTube and I just from my personal experience growing up and reading like tablature, you can just find like chords and stuff online with lyrics and and kind of guess your way through a song. But now there's like you said, there's somebody on on demand with a video camera in front of them saying this is exactly how you play the song and you can hear exactly like watch them do it and note by note and they show you step by step how to do it so yeah let let me slow it down for you here we go and then you can just learn a literal step by step yeah and i i feel like that is like that's super cool because it's something that i wish that was has been around forever but it also Mm -hmm. kind of blows my mind that when i talk to some of the older generation of people that come on the podcast and it's like you've been playing guitar for this many years and like how did you learn that you know because like some of these people would be like well this guitarist was always in the left monitor and the other guitarist was always in the right so we just pan everything hard left and then listen to who you know everything on that only the left speaker and be like that's this guy so we then we try to figure (sighs) out what he's playing and then we go through, listen to the song again and pan it all the way to the right and be like, wow. well, this is the other guitarist. And then, and it's like, how would you even... That is insane. Yeah. And then just to mimic it based on what it sounds like is pretty mind-blowing to me. Cause that's, that's really impressive. Yeah. And that's how most of the older generation of musicians learned how to play music. Yeah, as opposed ear. As opposed to a lot of us younger generations where we learned reading tablature, which is kind of like mm-hmm. a cheat sheet, I guess you could call it. So. I mean, that's still impressive. I can't read that. I can't <laughs> I, read that mumbo jumbo. I bet you could if you really wanted to sit down. Maybe. I mean, I did used to play, I mean, not to brag, I used to play the recorder in fourth grade. Oh, nice. And I was really good at reading those. Just hot cross buns all oh, day yeah. and night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only song I remember playing on the recorder. And then uh, that was the end of the segment in school. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was hot cross buns. We, and then we we're got done. pretty deep into it. I. I went on to teach myself how to play the Jurassic Park theme song. Oh, dang. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, that better be on your next podcast. This is the I don't Jurassic- know if I can do it. Oh, I don't have a recorder. Oh, man. You know what? I work in a music store. Yeah. I'll go pick one up for it's, 95 cents. I was going to say, too bad they're expensive. <laughs> Pause not. Yeah. Made out of plastic. Unless, oh, there's a video online of somebody that was making uh, woodwind instruments out of vegetables. That might oh, be something. Oh, I think I've to, seen that. Like one of them was a clarinet, maybe, or maybe a saxophone or yeah. something. But yeah, it was like. I a, can make a recorder out of a carrot. That might be kind of fun to try, actually. Uh huh. And then you can eat it uh, as garbage kitchen yeah, material I'll just later. Stuff it with like gross stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Today on my podcast, I'm going to play a recorder I made out of a carrot that is full of tuna fish. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh you say ew, but then you laugh about it. And then I'm going to go do it. Yeah, exactly. Cuz that's not even that bad compared to some of the stuff that you You know what? That's up. true because I think there's sometimes carrots in like tuna salad. Yeah. What what is the best thing you've eaten on the garbage kitchen? The best thing? That's yes. an easy answer. Okay. I recently did an episode where I was making irresponsible sandwiches yes. with peanut butter as the base uh-huh. and then putting other things in it. I had never had a peanut butter and pickle sandwich before. And when I tried that, I... Oh my gosh. I can't <laughs> even tell you. That is my favorite sandwich now. Um, I've actually been a huge fan of peanut butter and pickles for a long time. But uh, we talked about this a little bit online. Mm-hmm. And uh, I eat it with... On a hamburger, and, yeah. and you do not like hamburgers. I don't eat ground beef. No, and uh, I cut meat for quite a while, and I can <laughs> yeah. under, I can understand why, but at the same time, you know, whatever I guess. So uh, maybe I'll do a garbage kitchen where I just mix things with ground beef. Oh man, I would probably 
vomit, to be oh. honest. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so you don't need any ground meat at all? No, no, gr- no it's, ground it's a textural thing. I could see that. You know, I don't know. I just... Blech. We used to make fun of people that we worked with. We were like, I don't like this. Why? It's texture based. And it's like, what kind of a childish answer is that? But in all honesty, I think we all have. The smell of it is gross. When my parents used to take us on road trips to my grandparents' house, they would usually stop and get fast food. And Uh if there was a burger in the car, I'd have to roll the window down. Oh, man. Because I I couldn't smell it. Like a fast food burger is totally different. A fast food burger smells (laughs) like a junior high men's locker room. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they're so bad. It does. It's gross. It does. Like I know I'm not trying to throw fast food places under the bus, but I always thought <laughs> I always thought Burger King smelled a lot like a locker room, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And I, and that's one reason I just don't eat a whole lot of Burger King because it just yeah. for some reason it always was just like, man, this smells like guys that don't shower enough and they wear oh. axe. You know? A smell memory can ruin a thing for you. Oh, totally. Really. What why what started you not eating ground beef, or have you just never liked it? I've never liked it. Really? Ever. Yeah. So, and it's weird, too, because maybe this has to do with the reason I do Garbage Kitchen as well. But ever since I was a kid, I would, like, eat everything, yep. just find a piece of trash on the floor, and it's going in my mouth. <laughs> my mom caught me one time. We were at a movie theater, and she l- looked down at me, and she's like, what are you eating? And I pointed at the garbage can, <laughs> and no one knows what I was eating, but I ate something out of the trash can. <laughs> You were 18 years old at the time. Yes, yes. <laughs> Not long ago. <laughs> no, I was probably like three. But then another time she saw me walking home from school because we lived in front of the elementary school. And she's just looking out the window, sees her little girl walking down the sidewalk, bend over, pick something off the ground and put it in her mouth. And that was me eating candy I found on the sidewalk. So the garbage kitchen <laughs> is something that was uh, inherently bred into you from childhood. Apparently. That you mm-hmm. just cannot escape for some reason. Yeah, I used to eat packing peanuts too. Oh, packing peanuts actually will dissolve in your mouth if you get the right yeah. ones. Oh, yeah, those are disgusting, the ones that dissolve. Yeah, but let's mm-hmm. be honest, it's, the squeakiness is amazing though, Yeah, I'm sure. The, you know. the styrofoam ones are yeah. really fun. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. Could, I could see where the you would draw <laughs> enjoyment out of that yeah i don't know if i'm gonna go out and get a plate full of packing no, peanuts don't. you know <laughs> it's not highly recommended <laughs> yeah I, I bet it's uh man i bet if you ingest enough of those it's probably really not good for you honestly <laughs> i'm sure but haven't you seen those tlc shows my strange addiction yes, and yes there's people eating like to- couch yeah there's yeah i saw that one someone was eating like <laughs> toilet paper was another one they just would get like rolls of toilet paper and they just yeah. like get a square and just eat it and they- that's so weird sometimes though i will admit when i'm watching that show sometimes i'm like that looks really good. Yeah. What, there was it? a lady ch- like chowing down on rocks, and I was like, that sounds good. That looks good. <laughs> the way she's crunching them just sounds so nice. Uh, my dog actually will just like go out in the driveway and like lick up a rock and just chew <gasps> on it a bunch and then just spit it out. And then oh, just, like, no. Go lick up another one and do it again. And I have no clue why she does it. But, Weird. Yeah. And it's just, it's lying. It's Lime's. called TLC. Yeah. <laughs> you follow Let's my get her daughter. a show. I got a dog here. Her name's Lady. She eats rocks. <laughs> Addicted to limestone. <laughs> I would eat limestone. It, it would like disintegrate. And that's what she does. It just chomp yeah. it. And I don't know if, uh, I don't know. Weird. So, 
Yeah, I guess there are. Everybody's got little quirks, and that's probably one of the things I like about your podcast is uh, your individual quirks come through in the podcast <laughs> with a great shining light. You know, it's 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 very entertaining though because there's thank a, you. Like on my podcast, I don't want to say that I'm I'm disgenuous, but I try to have a certain air of like I'm kind of interviewing people and talking to them about what they have going on in their mm-hmm. life. So I I feel like I have to sort of act a certain way, so I don't necessarily cut loose and and say all the things I want to say, and I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be as respectful as possible to the guest and stuff like that and since you're alone you get to just kind of just wing it and do whatever you want right and that's you'll have to be on my show so you can just let loose oh i would love i will do the garbage kitchen segment with you if you involve ground beef in it somehow that's tough okay but can i also involve bacon in it oh you told me you don't man. like eating pig no bacon's not my favorite about- but but i will do it if if you if want i'm to- eating ground beef yeah, you're I'll, eating I'll bacon, eat bacon. Okay, I'm right. going to set this up. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I'm scared already, yeah, honestly. What did, I, what did I get myself into? <laughs> we'll have to set up a way where we each bring a handful of things and do something. Oh, that's good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So uh, I was actually debating on whether or not to like try to have a, a segment with you split between the shows or something like that where you and I, uh, every now and then, get together, whether it's a Skype interview or mm-hmm. we, you know, talk online and record the audio that way but like split the audio and send it to each podcast so we could do like a double promotion thing that'd be fun because i always thought that people that split their podcast it was a pretty fun thing for them to do and Mm -hmm. i i'm new to the game i don't know like exactly how i'm doing things yet most i mean like i said the first 25 episodes were all musicians and then it was a comedian and now i'm just kind of like I'm I'm opening it up to all entertainers, so if anybody thinks they're entertaining and you want to jump on the podcast, bring it on. Yeah, that's a really good idea. You know, so because entertainment has so many different ventures and values, and exactly, I uh, recently did a podcast with a guy, and I'm gonna keep it under my hat for now and and hold it back for another week. But uh, it's it's gonna be a great one. It's uh, a guy that's literally just an internet personality for the most part, and. Uh, let's just say that he likes to eat pizza and that's what he's known for. So I'm doing what yeah. there's someone known for eating pizza. Yeah. I, Is uh, it someone that I've maybe have heard of? Maybe I, uh, we, he got in touch with me and was just like, Hey, I might want to do a podcast with you. And I was like, well, if you come up to Humboldt, we've got a pizza place in Humboldt. It's called Pasquale's and it's really good. And I'll, I'll take you out to dinner and, and we'll do a podcast. Cool. So, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Uh, the last one I did was with Marco Battaglia, uh, Battaglia is how he pronounces it. I'm sorry, Marco, but uh, <laughs> Italian. Yeah, he is a very Italian. Yeah, so, but he uh, is a bassist, but he also ran for governor. So, and he got second place in the primaries for the Libertarian Party by you know yeah. a pretty slim margin. So wow, uh, he almost got the bid to be a Libertarian on the ballot for governor. So that's pretty crazy. You that's know, cool. I got to yeah. sit down and talk to him about that a little bit. But that was another one where we're like. We sat down and started talking, and by the time I looked at the time, it was like, oh, we've done over an hour now, and we've barely even touched politics, so I'm going to have to have him back on again. Yeah, definitely. And that's another thing, like doing a podcast. Let me ask you your opinion on this, because this podcast, I've yet to double up on somebody. What do you mm-hmm. think about podcasts that bring people back for a second you know, interview? Have you listened to any where like, somebody gets 20 episodes in, and then they already double back on somebody, or what's your take on that? Um- I don't think there's nothing that I can think of that I've heard of that, but I don't, it's not something I would like look down on. Like, yeah. oh, you've run out of guests already. You're going to go back and get, <laughs> grab, grab a used one. Yeah. It's not, I wouldn't think of it like that. It's just if you have more to talk about with yeah. that person and 
Well, there are some... And they're an interesting person, which he was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would listen to that, so... <laughs> well, there's some people I really wanted to sit down with again, because some yeah. people's numbers, uh, either based on their uh, where they shared the the interview or like how we interacted, because there's a few of them that have really high numbers based on, on what I'm not 100% sure, but I kind of mm-hmm. want to do another one with them and test out the waters and see if... See if it was our interaction that got the high numbers or right. uh, just random sharing that and people clicking links that drew in all the views. And that's one thing that I'm really like curious about by all this is like what kind of numbers everyone draws and things like that. Because I'm st- like I said, I'm still pretty new to this and mm-hmm. you've been doing it for a little bit longer than I have. So a tiny bit longer. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, but I feel like you've definitely have this all felt out quite a bit better than I do. For example, you like you even have a Patreon page. Yeah. Let's uh, plug that. You know it? Uh, sure. I honestly I don't. You don't know it off the top of your <laughs> it's head. It's probably patreon.com slash welcome to my show podcast. Yeah. All right. So that's uh that's a thing. That's a place where you can go give Michelle money. Yeah, and then I will in return send you some gross food. <laughs> you will actually send them the gross food, uh, or you will send them a recipe it's, for gross gross food. Both actually. What you're gonna like box up gross food and send it to people? Well, the boxed the boxed food that I'm sending out is like prepackaged, just weird things yeah. that I've bought. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, here's a cracker with mayonnaise. Oh and, yeah, and, and, and put it in a Ziploc bag and send <laughs> and it over. on it. Yeah, I wouldn't do that unless you know if someone requests it. I'm gonna send that to them. Oh man. Because I'm just a giving person. <laughs> 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 but I'm also creating a, a recipe book. Yeah. It's a cookbook, but it's the garbage kitchen cookbook. Yeah. So I'm just like buying the cheapest ingredients and the grossest stuff, but also making an actual recipe. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I, uh, like, how, man, I, that's the other thing that blows me away is it feels like you have mostly no bad ideas, no matter how bad you try to make them. <laughs> you know, cause, that's, cause, that's cause, really nice. Because you, because <laughs> you always talk about how your show is like my, my dumpster of a show, this and blah, blah. And yeah, I, it's very bad. And, you don't say- listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the best uh, promotion I've ever heard. Oh, I don't like to promote it. It's I, I actually tell people don't listen to it. It's reverse psychology. You see, it works every time. It's oh, it definitely worked on me. Maybe I don't know. I I really really like it, and that's I. I'm not here to just like pander to you and be like your show is so amazing. It's the greatest, you know. But. uh I don't know. Give yourself a little bit more credit. You set okay. up. You set up a great meetup. You've got a, a great podcast that, like, it also blows me away that you do it alone. Like, I don't know how you sit down alone and, and do a podcast. I I feel like I talk to myself all day. So, but that's in my head. Yeah. So why not just say it out loud to my cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of somebody that doesn't have any bad ideas, let's uh, we skip the idea of your tattoo. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you have a tattoo that uh, I think the first time you and I interacted online was I sent you a message. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I really dig this tattoo. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I really like it a lot. <laughs> so let's let everybody know you did the po- the Impede Cast episode while with I was the, getting the tattoo this tattoo in Texas. What, yes. what was the tattoo? The tattoo says, I don't like anything. <laughs> just an aerial font, period, at the end. Yeah. Just it's, one line of text. Yep. It's uh, and where's it located at? It's on my inner bicep. So if you're flexing on somebody, they're gonna see it. Exactly. I think it's the funniest thing, and I feel <laughs> I feel like everybody has a little bit of that in them, anyways. Right. And so it's just awesome to see somebody that had 
the guts enough to like put it on their body as opposed to being like i've got a tattoo of my favorite animal or what you know like right it's which it's, i have that too i know but it's not so. oh sorry but <laughs> don't, don't make fun of me i'm sorry <laughs> you're roasting me on your podcast that's what i do here people don't know that <laughs> surprise you're on the new podcast no uh <laughs> starting a new one where i just make fun of people the whole time i would listen to that oh my god it'd be so horrible i would love to start a podcast where i just cut loose and say whatever i want to but I, there's no way i'm going to tag my name to the thoughts that are in my head that i keep bottled in there i understand that so i just took off my filter and i was like yeah that's me saying that and i that, did it that's why your podcast is so good because you're genuine you are 100 percent. and i said it earlier in the podcast you say the things that other people are thinking but they're too scared to say anyways hmm, i and, like that yeah and, and it's not like it's that's constantly what you're doing you're not out there like uh putting everyone on blast the whole time but every yeah time... i'm not a stand-up comedian like trying to get a laugh yeah but but if you laugh that's cool too you've got a pretty good way of going roundabout to making a point like you're not you don't just come out and be like these people are stupid you have like a <laughs> you have like a story but i say that all the time <laughs> Yeah, but it's usually it starts out with a nice long story with a point, uh, shows that you at least empathize with the person, and then you kind of put them on blast, you know? Yeah. And and that's one of the things I enjoy the most about it is it, it's like that's where when I was talking to Chris, it's like how do you make jokes and be funny without literally just like ripping on somebody, you know? Like I there's re- a respectful way to put people on blast. Yeah. Apparently. And, and I, I don't know how to do it because like I'm like I said. If you take my filter off, I'm just, I just turn into mean. Like I was never good at giving people crap where it's just, you know, I don't know. I just, you just want to punch down at everybody and I'm, I'm not good at it. So I try to keep it under my hat the best I can mm-hmm. and uh, keep my mouth shut. So like when people give me crap, I'm usually just like, yep, sounds good. Cause otherwise I'm going to be like, I'm not going to even going to give an example on my own podcast. Cause I don't want to record it in audio form <laughs> oh, no. for all to hear forever. Just yep. start crying whenever someone's made you. They'll stop. <laughs> I promise they'll stop. Oh my gosh, they probably would. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably take me to go get psychiatric help. Maybe. Not that that's a bad thing. We all definitely. <laughs> Everyone needs. We a all definitely bit. need. I a mean, look bit. at my tattoo. I'm obviously crazy. <laughs> <laughs> D- actually, despite my tattoo that says I don't like anything, I'm actually a very positive person. I've I've actually noticed that uh, the more we've <laughs> conversed, uh, whether it be on Twitter or through the network that you have created, Iowa Podcast Network. Uh, you actually don't not like everything, you know. Like right. it's so, like, it's kind of just a thought that I have all the time. Like if I'm if I'm at work, usually I'm just like everything sucks. Yeah, you know, it's just a thought that everyone has from time to time. Yeah, you literally don't believe yourself when you say that everything sucks, but in mm-hmm. the moment, it's how you feel. And that's yeah. um, I don't know if it comes from being an absolutist, but I do. F- I f- I have that feeling, and I know exactly yeah. how it f- feels. And and now when I think that way I, th- I think of your inner bicep flexing on me and i'm just like <laughs> i'm not the only one that hates everything i guess yeah you know? so and it's not like i do because like you said i'm a pretty positive person on my own podcast i'm but you can still think that you don't like anything yeah there's um, nothing wrong with that i think some of that also is like internalized where it's just like i also think well you know i don't think anybody likes me they're so too mm-hmm. bad you know yeah and it's not like it's not like nobody likes me but you know it's just it's just that weird little bit of uncertainty that's stashed away in everybody's brain kind of coming to fruit in a exactly. physical form like on exactly. the inside of your bicep yeah. so whether or not you want to admit it i feel like everybody goes through those kind of feelings and it's kind of nice to have somebody out there just i don't know it, that's the thing it's like you're putting yourself on blast but kind of poking fun at everyone <laughs> right. else too at the same time and that's it's part of the genius but like what what made you like 
literally want to get this tattoo? Like, was it just something you walked in there? Was I'm sure it wasn't something they had on the wall as no. one of their like fifty dollar <laughs> tattoos. Like, we tattoo this about six times a week on people. Oh my gosh, they're going to now. Like the tattoo artist put it on Instagram and stuff, and I think it's. <laughs> I think she's probably done a couple more of them. <laughs> but um, the reason for this, we rented these little scooters in Texas. These little, um, you like. You know, enter yeah, like your credit card. You e- pay to scooter things. Yeah, you pay to ride a scooter. And so we rented those and we were gonna go to this mag not magazine store, a record store and video game store on like the opposite end of town. Yeah. And we get there, our scooters die, the store is closed. It closed like an hour and a half before what the internet said. Uh, so yeah. we missed it. But next door there was a tattoo parlor uh-huh. and I was like, Well, we can't drive these darn scooters this whole way for nothing i need to go get a tattoo (laughs) and it was valentine's day so i was like (laughs) alone (laughs) in a mood you know (laughs) so so i was like i don't know what to get on valentine's day (laughs) so you got yourself the best gift that anyone could ever get themselves on valentine's day yeah i kept like second guessing it like i would go up to the door and like put my hand on the door and just be like uh no, let's go. Like, I would let go. Like, we're going to go back. Let's just walk back to, to work. <laughs> we're good. But then I would walk across the street and then be like, no, you know what? I need to go back and get a tattoo. That's what I'm here for right now. And so I did go and I was trying to think of what I like. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, what the heck do I like? What do I get? I don't like anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I walked in and I said, I want, I don't like anything on my arm. Happy Valentine's Day. That's insanity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's another one where like my brain would go to like if I'm sad on Valentine's Day and I've regaled to the <laughs> fact that I'm gonna get a get a tattoo, it's gonna be like a broken heart or like some crying face. <laughs> yeah, so, that's I'm ugly. so I'm so sad. Look <laughs> yeah. at me. And yours is pretty much just like F T W. Exactly. You know? like, yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's classic. I <laughs> I wish I had your uh, your ability to just be like I don't know if it's whimsical is the correct answer, but just kind of like free, it's it's whimsy. Yeah, just free yeah. free spirited kind of a person, and that's that's one of the things I I like the most about your pod. Uh, coming back to me liking your podcast, but that's one of the <laughs> things I like the most about it is just the fact that you can you know that you're genuine in in what you're saying and thinking and feeling, and that's one of the reasons that uh, if you by chance might be slightly offending to somebody, it's still just a joke, and you know it's a joke because it's mm-hmm. you, you know. So, yeah. Uh, you, you, you've done a very good job of having your personality translate into an online form in a radio show. Uh, once a week, every Tuesday, usually yeah. is when your podcasts come out. Where is it available for everybody if they want to listen? Literally everywhere. Yes. So like if you're listening to this show right now, yes. then my show is on the same I, platform. I guarantee that. I'm. You might even be on more platforms than me because I, I ended up going to like the top five to ten and getting mm-hmm. them on there. And I was just like, good enough. Yeah. You know, because most of the other ones will pick it up from there. Exactly. But, uh, I found that a lot of them just kind of get it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some that I never submitted it to and I'm on. So like tune in, I yeah. think is one that I never submitted to, but I'm on it. Tune in will pick it up if you are a regular on Apple Podcast, as far as I know. Oh, okay. But tune that in must be why. Tune in's also had some issues where they went like ten weeks without uploading anything for mine because they had a SoundCloud issue. Oh and, weird. And, and I my host is SoundCloud. I wonder if they missed like ten weeks of mine. What you're gonna get a new follower today on SoundCloud and it's gonna be me. So Oh, you're on SoundCloud? I, on SoundCloud. I mean I know you're on yeah. SoundCloud. I set up your website. Yes you do. <laughs> yep. So 
And that's actually really cool, too. Like, uh, if you go to iowapodcastnetwork.com mm-hmm. and you click on the shows link in the top left menu bar, and my my show's on there. If you click on Audible Farm, or you can click on Welcome to My Show, which is Michelle's show, or Impedecast, because that's on there as well. But if you click on any of them, it has a brief description of what we do on the podcast, maybe a little link to have uh, audio play within mm-hmm. within there. There's also a nice little scrolling bar that shows all of the positive and or negative reviews. I would we, never put negative reviews sl- on it. Slam them in there. I don't, I don't <laughs> no. know if anybody's got one yet. I, most of mine have just been occasional retractors in the comments sections on YouTube for the most part. But, oh, gosh. But then there's also... Yeah, I have not put YouTube comments on the site yet. Yeah. Unless there's some really good ones. Uh, mine like actually really positive has... positive ones. Mine has some pretty good interaction. For example... Uh, I did a podcast with Emery Brown uh, recently. He's the guitarist for The Sleepover. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played in Dresden style and a couple other bands. But he's really good at interacting with me on YouTube, whether it be conversationally, uh, where he'll tag the time when he is listening to something and be like, like one of the things I suggested was leaving your guitar next to your TV. So if you're watching TV and a commercial comes on, you just pick your guitar up and start playing. Yeah. And so it's like right in front of you anyways. And he said that his uh, music teacher he had growing up did that and he could play like any TV theme song now. <gasps> that's awesome. Like, and like literally any of them. So, Whoa. So that was something I was like, well, that's pretty mind blowing. Like I wanted to find a way to get that back out onto <laughs> oh, the man. podcast. That's really cool. And so, yeah, if you want to leave comments on anything, we actually really appreciate that because whether or not you want to believe it, we interact with a lot of people, but mm-hmm. we really don't interact with a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my podcast does get interactions from, I would say, a handful of people every week, uh, whether it be comments, uh, people emailing me or mm-hmm. stuff like that. How much interaction do you get? I feel like you might get a little bit more than me. Probably not. But uh, I mean, people will email me weird stories or just uh-huh. something that they think I should talk about. Or um, someone sent me a news story one time that they thought I would like, which I did read on my show. <laughs> but a lot of it is just like comments. Like yeah. I'll post my link to the show or whatever, and people will kind of interact with that on social media. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's probably one of my uh, one of the things that warms my heart the most is when somebody that wasn't on your podcast or doesn't have any desire to be on your podcast shares your podcast. It, it yeah. makes me feel so good, like in the moment, because, you know, it's like one person that I randomly met at a metal show, like the fact that I interviewed somebody else that they knew and they just shared it, you mm-hmm. know, and that stuff is it's big. You know, it helps out it's so crazy. much. Yeah, it's crazy. Awesome. That people are just out there listening to something and if they like it they will do something about it and share it or even like leave a review i've gotten some reviews from people that i've never spoken to never met have no idea who they are yeah it's awesome (laughs) it feels really good Mm -hmm. especially when it's somebody that you have absolutely no clue who they are Mm -hmm. because uh i mean believe it or not a lot of people have reached out to me to do a podcast but like I do a podcast mostly with musicians from across the state, and some of them are from, you know, Quad Cities area, some of them are from southern Iowa, some of them are from near Omaha, and it's it's tough to meet up with them, especially if we don't do gigs in the same area for the most part, so some of it is uh, we try to, like, book our bands near one another so we can at least have an excuse to sit down, but some people I have actually, like, driven to meet uh, just to meet up with them, but a lot of them are people I've I've never heard of, and that's one of the things I wanted to do is, like help shed light on these other people, especially if they're other musicians that are interacting yeah, with me. That's really so, good. So I really appreciate everybody that has emailed me or messaged me or, or inquired about being on the podcast. I I have heard all of them and I can't wait to do podcasts with all of you. But at the same time, 
they come in everywhere. Like uh, I get Facebook messages. I get them in the comment sections of things. Wow. I get yeah. I get emails. I've gotten text messages from numbers I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's nonstop. Um, that's that's awesome. But uh, if I've if I've agreed to do a podcast with you and one of us or both of us has gotten busy, hit me back up again because I'd love to do one. Um, we're getting pretty close to doing an hour here already, which is pretty wild because oh, wow. it doesn't feel like an hour is going no, by. It doesn't. Do you uh, want to plug all of your social media and stuff? Um, sure. I mean, if you want me to, yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Um, don't go to any of these things that I'm about to say, but if you want to <laughs> find me on Facebook, it is facebook.com slash welcome to my show podcast. And my Instagram is a highlight of my garbage kitchen. It is just Instagram at how do you say instagram it's, i think it's an at it's at garbage kitchen yes and twitter is just my name michelle k guild as we discussed michelle with one l because yes. it's actually michael yes yes <laughs> yes in italian yes. i'm very i'm very italian if you couldn't tell uh which one of these are you, do you think you're most active on um, 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 um probably twitter maybe facebook yes um, I mean, sometimes face- garbage kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Your Instagram actually has quite a few uh, followers, if I'm not mistaken. Does it not? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Are you? I uh, pulled it up right now. You've got over 500 followers. So uh, oh. I, I recently started following you today. Oh, you weren't you weren't following me before? I, I, I wow, was not, what a jerk. not on Instagram, but I had you everywhere wow. else. I recently subscribed to your YouTube channel, which you do have. That. Oh yeah, I don't upload the shows to YouTube yet, but I just make. I put my dumb commercials that I make on YouTube, yes. so some of those aren't up there. Well, that was actually how this podcast all started out, was just a YouTube channel. I'd record mm-hmm. bands playing live and just throw them on there, with their permission, of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some bands said no, because whatever, and uh, poor audio quality, poor video quality, yeah. whatever it happens to be. But for the most part, I just wanted to have some place to put bands online, and then I started doing a podcast with it. And now I'm kind of just debating what I want to do with the YouTube channel, whether it to be... Because it does host my podcast as well for a lot of people that don't know how to use apps or don't or like listen at work or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, because they listen on SoundCloud, but it's blocked because whatever. So like most places won't block YouTube because it can be a learning tool for whatever yeah, you're doing. Yeah, and, so. and I, what I learned from Michael Libby yep. is that a lot of people don't want to go to a, a thing that you have to actually sign up and make an account for. Yes. So YouTube, you don't have to do that. You nope. can just click it and go click it. Yep. yeah so uh one of the things i i did that i saw you doing was use bitly to see mm-hmm. what people would click on and that was yeah. one of the first things i learned was that a lot of people go to youtube just based on the fact that it's it's like click and go and it starts playing and you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about anything like soundcloud you don't have to get a username and stuff but it kind of tries to make you yeah when, when you want to <laughs> listen to it on there so and I mean, like, not everyone has an iPhone, so you can't always listen on, you know, the Apple Podcast app or the or in iTunes, because you know. Mm-hmm. But we are, you know, our podcasts are available pretty much everywhere, and I'm, I'm just so happy that like, it's so weird to say this. When I first started this, I went in pretty much blind. I didn't know anybody else other than a a very select couple of people that had podcasts or mm-hmm. anything even resembling them. And then I went to the meetup on a whim. I showed up fashionably late because I didn't know who all would be there or how they would receive everyone I didn't even know there. you showed up. Yeah, I, I was like shaking and nervous because I was about to do a stupid speech. You know, <laughs> I uh, actually walked in right when you started the speech. <laughs> I, I sat in the back and uh, Ben and Andy from Welcome to My Show came over. I'm and, from Welcome to My Show. Oh, sorry. Uh, from Hey Buddy <laughs> Podcast. They came over and started talking to me. But those two guys 
I literally laughed so hard sitting and talking to those two guys. They're great. I don't know how somebody gets to be that entertaining, but uh, shout out to those two. They're very good. They're very good people. They're very entertaining people. Yes. I uh, was so glad they showed up because they like brought people together and yeah. got people on their show and interacting and people who don't have comedy shows. Exactly. Like Roadworthy Drive. They exactly. do. They talk about cars and the, you know, all the mechanics behind new vehicles and stuff, but they were letting loose on... On hey buddy, it was amazing. Yeah, I don't care if that audio never comes out, but that that podcast literally exactly like you said helped all of us open up and, mm-hmm. and actually interact with one another. Yeah, and, and kudos to those two for kind of uh, spearheading it and being the climate control around us because they would if, the, if everything would get too far out of hand every now and then they'd, they'd just be like <laughs> yeah. hold on a second and then they just ask someone a question and right. start to start a new topic. They were so good. Yeah. So, I. Like, I don't know. That's just such a dark horse thing. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do with this or how I was going to go about doing this. And now I feel like there's a a bigger sense of purpose. And I now have some peers in the game, Mm -hmm. whether or not we all have the same kind of podcast, we at least can support one another with uh, with likes and shares and comments and things like that. So that's something I've been super thankful to have uh, at least have somebody to interact with instead of just trying to figure it all out on my own. Right. (laughs) And so that's, I'm really thankful for everything you've done. Um, check out the Iowa Podcast Network to see all of her great work because I, I really appreciate it. I'm, I know you. everyone else will too. Is there any other last remarks you want to leave before we go snag some brunch? No. All right. <laughs> all right. It's brunch time, everybody. Well, thank you, thank you so much for inviting me to do this. Uh, I yeah. was looking forward to it all week. This is a... Uh, did you know you're the first? I'm sure you do. You're the first female that's going to be on my that. podcast. I'm, so, I'm honored. So the door is now open to any females <laughs> that uh, want to be on the podcast. The bar has been set pretty high, I think. Oh, cool. Yes. Thanks. So uh, appreciate you coming on, and thanks Thank a lot. You. Man, aren't you glad I let her describe the podcast and not me? Because she's got quite the personality on her. I mean, when it comes from garbage kitchen to phone calling with her mom to... We didn't even talk too much about reading the uh, misconnections on Craigslist. That's hilarious, too. She, I don't know where she comes up with these ideas, but it doesn't seem like she has very many bad ones, if any at all. I'm so happy that I went to the meetup that she did. Uh, She's had set up. It was in Des Moines. I met a bunch of really cool people that all have their own podcasts, and everybody's podcast is different from everybody else's. And that's just one of the things I love about podcasting, aside from meeting all these really nice and neat people, whether it be from the people I'm interviewing or the other people that podcast or uh, going online and bouncing ideas off of people. I I just love it. I, I get the opportunity to talk to so many different people to just, just interact with a, a community of people that I can now call my peers, and I'm very thankful for it. So thank you very much, Michelle, for giving uh, my voice a nice place to reside on the Iowa Podcasts Network. So make sure you check her out online. She's got her own podcast as well. She's actually got two podcasts. Check out Welcome to My Show. It's available pretty much anywhere you're listening to this. And same with Impedecast. It's, it's available pretty much everywhere you're listening to this. So uh, check those out. She is on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, as well as accounts for all of her shows. And she's got YouTube. I mean, pretty much anywhere you can find us, you can find her. And uh, that's kind of where I took some of my model from, was to try to do my best to uh, find the people that I thought were doing it right and, and copy them, I guess. You know, copying somebody is the most sincere form of flattery, so... 
thank you michelle for uh giving me a good business model to work off of and uh thanks for coming on the show i'm really glad you got to make some time to uh sit down with me so i really appreciate it uh i'm sure everybody else is just as thankful as i am go check out our shows online thank you for listening to the audible farm podcast interact with us online we are on facebook twitter instagram we are on youtube uh you can find the podcast pretty much anywhere at audible farm is what our name is on almost every single thing you can find us at a simple google search will find us as well make sure you check out all the older episodes send us an email audiblefarm at gmail.com and uh, if you like what we're doing just let us know if you have some suggestions drop them in the email or send me a message personally Uh, it's a lot easier if you go through the email account that way I can uh, separate everything from my personal life and what I have going on in the podcast because I'm starting to lose track of a few people I had gotten a hold of a few months ago so that's another one if I got a hold of you to do a podcast and you're listening right now and you think I forgot about you get a hold of me again please I really do want to do a podcast with you I uh, I'm just busy and I've been all over the state and I'm sure everybody else is just as busy as I am because that's just life so as life goes the way that it goes thank you guys for tuning into my podcast Thank you very much for listening. I'll catch you guys all next week. Peace.